kids. Thanks for joining me here on Here for the Booze. I'm Jax, and there's a lot been going on, so apologies for the lack of episodes. I really hope you all had an amazing holiday celebrating with your families. However, that may not have been totally true this year, actually physically being with too much of your normal, you know, celebrations with family, but hopefully you still enjoyed some of it. Well, not some of it, all of it, actually. (laughs) Hopefully it was just a really fun time and at least good food. Uh, We actually Zoomed and FaceTimed with family, but it really wasn't the same, and I still had to cook everything, so that's... You know, definitely, (laughs) that's definitely been the one change with the pandemic is I've had to cook 100% of all the holiday meals, which is never usually true. I usually have help or I only cook a part of the meal and then, you know, we eat it with everybody else, but that's okay. Christmas and reorganizing the house to accommodate my creepy corner, Uh, something I asked my husband if it was okay that I kind of started to do some minor collecting minor I don't want to go crazy because you know I see these awesome collections and you know to me I just don't want too much stuff but I still want some aesthetic to this room that uh this is going in so definitely be talking about that later but we've just been busy moving furniture around and just a lot of reorganizing and donating things to be honest too tonight I'm drinking I have to open my little little koozie thing it's springdale beer which is local to me in massachusetts it's the boogie hazy ipa it's really it's really good i definitely like this ipa i don't like i said before i like them hazy juicy i don't like them super hoppy and sharp as i like to say so this one's definitely really good let's get started on the episode all right so tonight We are going to talk about this amazing young actress. You know, horror movies are honestly where a lot of actors and actresses start. And it's really not a bad thing. You know, I've mentioned it before about low-budget films actually being really great and end up being a success because you have to get creative with the little money that you have. Actors and actresses can play different ranges of characters I feel like you can get into the role. It's to me, it's who's directing you and who's, you know, wanting you to portray and has this vision of these characters. So if you can be guided with people who have that vision, I feel like you can be, you can be a successful horror actor. (laughs) It's a lot of screaming. No, you know, you get to see some special effects. There's some really cool plots that normal dramas don't go down these avenues that horror movies necessarily go on or you know, horror kind of grabs onto everything, every other genre, and then throws it out the window and just starts killing everybody. So (laughs) I don't know. I, you know, if you think back on actors and actresses, there are a lot. So it's really great that Samara Weaving has come to us, you know, at least in America in this horror sense. She was born in Australia in February in 1992, February 23rd, which... We're both Pisces, so that means we're sisters. No, I'm just kidding. No, but that does mean that, you know, I believe in that astrology stuff. So that means we're probably kind of similar because I'm February 20th. But also she could be totally different from me because there's other parts of astrology, which we're not getting into. 
She started her acting career on Australia's soap opera Home and Away. She lived in other countries such as Fiji, Singapore, Indonesia until returning back to Australia as a teenager. It's really crazy that and awesome that that's the kind of life that she had early on. That's that's incredibly to me um, who lived in the same place her whole life. That's really cool. She has a famous uncle who we all know, Hugo Weaving. He's Agent Smith from the Matrix movies. He's Elrond in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He's in the V. He is the V. He is the V in V for Vendetta. Excuse me. <laughs> He's in the Babe movies, which I thought was kind of funny. I don't exactly know who, what his character was, but... And he's also the voice of Megatron in the Transformer movies. So that's kind of interesting. Her father was a writer and a director of short films, but her uncle was the one who helped her. And her feature film debut was 2003's Australian crime drama, Mystery Road. The first time she saw her uncle in a film was when she was 13 and watching 1994's The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And to her surprise, she saw her Uncle Hughes in a dress. <laughs> that must have been some kind of confusing state as a young child. I feel like that. But I don't think I would. I don't think I'd be shocked I, in a disgustful way. I think I would just be like, whoa, what? What's going on? Like, I don't know. I wouldn't understand because, you know, everybody can watch it. So you're, you're just confused as a kid. Uh, Samara gets mixed up with Margot Robbie a lot. And it doesn't help that they both started in Australian soap operas uh, around the same time. Margot was in Neighbors and, you know, like I said, Weaving was in Home and Away, which were both really popular. Others who starred in those were Heath Ledger, Isla Fisher, Chris Helmsworth, and Guy Pearce. Her first American debut was in 2015's Ash vs. Evil Dead as a deadite victim um, Ash's friend falls for. I've actually never seen that show, so I'm at, I'm super interested now to 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 check it out. I think I'm not sure where I can stream it, so I'll have to. Now I'm gonna have to watch it. Uh, after the after she did Ash vs. Evil, Mayhem came out with Stephen Yen, which is also Glenn from Walking Dead, which was a really I really liked that movie. I I will say that watching that I didn't watch that was not her first movie I watched surprisingly. Um, the babysitter was the first movie I saw her in. And I will say that it's a a nice take and I'm going to use zombie in quotes because it's not really a zombie movie. I wouldn't call it that because to me, zombies eat people. And these, this seems like a little more of a disease that kind of brings out the worst in you. I don't know. It was, it was really, I thought that was a really interesting twist and you get stuck in an office building. So it's like people you hate and, and like the way the day goes, obviously sets this movie up perfectly. So anyway, it's, I would check it out. If you have Shudder, go check that out. After she did Mayhem, the role for the babysitter came shortly after from director McGee. And I, I have to say, I really like The Babysitter. And I, I feel like so many people give it so much hate. I don't know what people were expecting. First of all, it's Netflix. And it has to be kind of funny. Their horror can only go, has only gone, gone in so many places. So if you can do something different with it, I don't know. I just, I really liked it. I have no idea why people don't. To each their own. I respect their opinions. After she did The Babysitter 2019, she was finally a lead in Ready or Not. She actually thought she was going to get fired because she accidentally hit Andy McDowell in the face on accident. 
first time she met her. So that had to have been pretty, uh, pretty scary. <laughs> Andy was cool, of course, and everything was fine. You know, I really, I really have to say, Ready or Not is a great movie also. It's about a woman who marries into a gaming family, but apparently they get married really quickly. Uh, they didn't court, quote unquote, you know, date for too long before they got married. So the family was already a little skeptical of her. You know, she's smoking in her wedding dress. Like he's even seeing her in her wedding dress or before they get married, which I thought was kind of bad luck. But okay. I know the first look thing, but it, that wasn't, they weren't even doing a first look. But anyway, and then it's, a you know, you see the wedding and, but you don't, it's funny because you don't really see any of her family or actually they don't really show any of the wedding to be honest. So they show them kind of like getting married, quote unquote, but no, nothing else. And then at the end of the night, they have to play this game. And what the family fails to tell her is that they're, they're answering to a demon who's, you know, requiring them to do this. And if she picks this card to play ready or not hide and seek, then they have to hunt her and then kill her. It's so like sacrifice her. It's so weird. So I guess when all the other siblings got married, they had to play a game, but they played like Parcheesi or chess, checkers, whatever. I just can't believe that. I don't know, but I guess it doesn't happen often, obviously, as the aunt says, and you see in a flashback in the movie. I don't know. I just really liked the aesthetic of the movie. I liked that it was dark. I liked that I loved her. I loved her wedding dress. I really did. I loved it. And I I loved her character. I really, really felt that you can connect with somebody like her. But I, I feel like it was a really fun horror movie. This was this is definitely more like the babysitter, a little more of a comedy to it. Some of the kills are funny. You know, it's, I don't know. I felt like we were laughing a lot more than we should have been, but it was, I don't know. I, I appreciate it. The, the guy who plays the father, I can't think of his darn name, but he also plays the dad in Revenge and it's another really great show that I love, but he's a really great actor and he's, he's been in a decent amount of horror or, you know, mystery movies and things like that, crime. So that was great. And then obviously freaking Seth from the OC is in it. So that was fucking, that was a great surprise to see him in it as a serious role um, in this movie. And he's pretty important to this, you know, to the, to the plot of the movie. So definitely if you have HBO, go watch that right now. Great movie. If you don't like horror, I, this is not a slasher. You're not going to see guts, but there is blood. Get over it. No, <laughs> just kidding. She's been branching out of the horror genre, such as Guns Akimbo, the action flick with Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Last Moment of Clarity, and a G.I. Joe spinoff, Snake Eyes, are her next project so far. And with, you know, the the pandemic and everything, I have no idea what really that's going to mean for her. You know what I mean? I don't know if she's going to be able to, or anybody in for acting. I don't, I know mom... The TV show is recording. I know there's lots of others, but I don't know. I I really hope that we can, you know, figure all this out and we can we can get some some good maybe some good plots out of all this. I don't know. Let's uh let's let's really hope because that would be amazing. Speaking of the pandemic, you know, I've definitely been taking advantage of this time of not being social with people to, you know, indulge in some movies, but probably over the next couple of months I may not be watching 
anything new. I've been watching a decent amount of movies over the last like couple of weeks, hence why there hasn't been too much content. So I've been trying to figure out, you know, what I'm going to be doing with the rest of the podcast. Because this uh, season will wrap up at episode 20, so we still have plenty of time. But I'm just trying to, you know, maybe plan out some things a little bit better, just so that I can release some stuff to you guys more regularly. But... Moving forward, I will also be talking about my little horror collection. If there are movies that you guys like or think that I would like or you want me to recommend to you, please let me know. And I'm more than happy to to help people branch out because there are some really good movies out there. Like I said, The Babysitter was really good. It's it's nice and bright. She plays a really fun character you know that you like actually and and you're kind of like oh this is going to be interesting because I didn't really watch the preview of it thankfully I, I really try not to watch previews of movies anymore I just really liked the narrative in the background I liked the way they filmed it I really liked the direction of those directors that go in a bolder you know, go for the bolder shots and go for the questionable scenarios. You know what I mean? But, you know, those three movies, Ready or Not, Mayhem, The Babysitter, and The Babysitter Killer Queen, the sequel. That's the one that just came out. um, I think that was like in September. It came out kind of before Halloween. That was pretty good. I, the reason why I'm not mentioning her in it is because it's almost like she's CGI'd in at, at the end and it's not really her acting. I don't know. She's not really in it. It's because the movie's really about the boy, not really about her, which I really wish that they focused a little more on maybe how she got into it. But I don't know. Maybe we'll get a prequel. That would be, that would be idea. <laughs> this is why it's good to check out horror because it's never... What you think it is. It's never, you know, making you scared and nervous and jump out at you and just gore. These movies all had an element of of being funny. You know, Mayhem was a little more of an action movie, I would say. Probably like a thriller action movie. It was very good, though. I, I definitely liked it. I definitely feel that direction, like I said, for that zombie type of... Because I think they get it from drinking the water... Because somehow it was released into the water and, yeah, everybody was drinking water that day or coffee or whatever. And, I don't know, it was just a really interesting spin. And, I, like I said, I think it was just, so it was like a mixture of, like, quarantine and, like, Dawn of the Dead. But no, nobody was eating each other, so it really wasn't graphic. But it was interesting how everybody interacted and what happened once everybody was, quote-unquote, infected. So... Like I said, definitely check that out. And ready or not, please go check that out. It's it's definitely fun. I will say, you know, grab a couple drinks. Go watch that. You'll laugh. It's it's graphic, but it's not, like I said, it's not gory. It's funny. I don't know. It's just, like I said, you shouldn't be laughing, but you do. And that's why I feel they did a really good job with bringing that all on the table for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this was just a, a quick episode for you guys. I do want to say thank you so much for staying loyal and tuning in. We have like 150 downloads, I think, so far. And I think that's that's pretty good. I, I really didn't expect this and don't expect this to go anywhere. This is just for fun. This is for me to get out information to people that I feel is important. And Samara Weaving is important. 
I can't wait to see what royal else we're going to see her in and what she's going to bring to the, you know, the film industry and things like that. Clearly, there's a ton of talent and range within her. Lots of actors have gotten their start from horror. Look at the Baconator and Fitz from Scandal. He was in one of the Friday the 13th. I can't remember which one, but it's like the fifth. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, neither discuss their times in the Friday the 13th series. And look at them now. Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer Aniston. Paul Rudd. But I digress. And if you don't know about Paul Rudd, Google it right now. That should be a widely known fact for all these actors because these are just a few that have that started out in this. Paul Rudd was in Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Paul Stephen Rudd. <laughs> or is it Stephen Paul? I can't remember, but it's like a three-name name. It's really cute. He literally looks the same. So he's a vampire. Thanks so much for joining me. Catch up on the episodes. The least, uh, <laughs> that was also interesting when I was checking out my stats really quick. The least listened to episode is the human centipede one. So I'm not surprised, not surprised. But if you haven't listened to it, check it out. I'm not graphic. I swear. It's a good episode. I feel like if you don't want to watch the movie, but you're kind of curious, take a listen because it, it is a good movie. I swear. Thanks for joining me tonight. Stay tuned for our special Holiday Slashers Part 2 episode on New Year's Eve. Yay! And I'm going to leave you with this quote from Dario Argento. Is it right to be obsessed with looking at terrible things and sharing them with one another? Good night, kids.